Welcome to the Light of the World, and this is Jerry G. Martin. Every day it seems like there's something else that comes towards us that we have to respond to in our lives. We're looking at hurricanes and tropical storms. We're looking at a virus that has mutated to something more severe than what we had expected. We're looking at crime that's rampant in our streets. There's shootings on our freeways and things seem to be coming unglued. Are you living with a sense of hopelessness and fear and anxiety about all the things that are going on around you? Well, I'm here to tell you that the just shall live by faith. I want you to join us today as we share this message, how the believers should walk and live with faith and trust in God. Well, let's go into the word of the Lord. I want to continue, close out on theme of faith that we have been talking about. I hope that's been helpful to you. All of us have some of it. None of us have all of it. All of us have some. So I want to talk about growing in your faith. We've had several lessons on faith, but what I would like to do today is to emphasize the importance of faith in the entire life of the believers. In the book of Romans 1.17, the Bible says, For the gospel, for in the gospel a righteousness from God is revealed, a righteousness that is by faith from first to last, just as it is written, the just shall live by faith. The just. And uh, those who are saved are the just. You know why he called us to just? Because we have been justified uh, by faith. And he said the just shall live, function, order their lives. Uh, one scripture, one translation says we walk by faith. We walk, that means we live according to faith. And if we walk by faith, we need to understand what faith is. So I also want to emphasize that faith is the key that opened the door to pleasing God and to receiving his promises. Faith is the key. Hebrews 11 and 6 says, without faith, it is impossible to please God. He didn't say without faith, you might have a hard time pleasing God. He said it is impossible because anyone who comes to him must first believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him, who diligently seek him. You got to believe that. So in order to walk the Christian life, in order to be a believer, you have to believe. In fact, that's why we get believers from, because we believe. We believe even though we have not seen. We believe because we have experienced what God has done in our lives. We haven't seen him, but we have experienced him. So let us begin by taking another look at what faith is. Now, faith is believing that God will do what he said he will do. If you just want to simplify the definition, you can go to Hebrews 11 and 1, where it says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. But if you really want to just put that in plain English where you can grab a hold to it, it is believing 
that God will do what he said he will do. Faith is all also faith is also man's response to God's initiative. Whatever God wants to get done and he speaks in our lives and he prompts us, encourages us or call us to do God does that. God does the calling. God does the prompting. God does the initiating. Now, you're not going to do anything significant in the kingdom of God unless God initiates it. Even if you thought you thought of it yourself, you thought of it because he told you to think of it. Sometimes we say it like this, you know, something told me. What do you think that something was? God calls Noah. Noah wasn't interested in building an ark until after God called him. God called Abram. God called Moses. God calls. And then we respond. So we're, faith is responding to what God initiates in our lives. And many believers never enjoy the fulfillment of what God wants to do in their lives because we do not respond to what God is initiating. And one reason we don't respond is because we, we think we can't do that. And you know what? You can't. But you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. I couldn't pastor this church on my own. I knew that. I can't get this done. You can't minister on your own effectively if God is not doing that. That's why God doesn't give you the whole story a lot of times because you just tear up the plans and just say, I can't do that. So he'll unfold a little something in front of you. Will you take these little steps? Will you start going to prayer meeting? You obey and go to prayer meeting constantly. And then he'll give you another step. Before you know it, you're way down the road toward what God has in store for you. Because almost everybody he showed the whole picture to, they just, they just almost ran. Moses said, I can't go there and talk to Pharaoh. You got to be kidding. Gideon says, what? You want me to do what now? Gideon said, okay, okay now listen. I'm going to put this little piece of rag down there on the ground. And I want to do to cover everything, but I want that to be dry. Lord, if that's you. When he woke up, that's the way it was. Then he said, okay, now do it the other way. Let everything else be dry. Let that be, you know, because he's like, anything. I don't think I can do what you said I can do. But faith is responding to what God initiates in your life. And I'm asking you, what is God initiating in your life? And if you don't think he's initiating anything, you you haven't been going to him with a willing heart to say, Lord, I'm yours. Use me however you want to use me. If you do that, he's going to initiate something in your life and you're not going to regret what he does. You might think you don't want to do that, but you're not going to regret it. All of your blessings and all the things you've been asking God for is laid out in that pathway where he's going to direct you. You can, you can go this way all you want to, but until you start going down that path that he already laid out for you, you're just going to be praying and naming and claiming and blabbing and grabbing. But he says, I already supplied all that you need. You're just going down the wrong road. Biblical faith means to believe. It means faithfulness. It means reliability. It means trust, confidence, assurance, and a firm conviction. Once I hear God, 
Once I understand what God is initiating in my life, I just begin to walk that way. I was talking about someone yesterday who started a church, and I was asking my brother, I said, did he start a church? And she said, yeah, but he gave it up. I said, why did he give it up? It wasn't working out like he thought. I said, you know, if somebody want to start a church, they can just go on and do that. That's If God is not calling you to start it, you ain't going to want to start it. You're going to get tested. And we just knew God called us even though we're still preaching to the chairs. And we preached to the chairs a long time. <laughs> Amen. And we, we had Bible study with just my family at the house a long time. Jasmine said, is anybody coming? I said, at least three, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. <laughs> Let's get on with the lesson. Somebody asked, are you ever afraid that somebody might take a bunch of your members and start another church? I said, i give them something. They can go start one if that's what they want to do. They'll bring them back. You don't want to do this unless God is calling you to do this. But when God is calling you to do it, you get your joy, you get your refreshment, you get your blessing out of fulfilling. It's not a drudgery when God is calling you to do it. But when God is not calling you, you don't want to do that. You want to get in your lane where God is calling you and God has a place for you. There's a natural faith and then there's a biblical faith. The natural kind of faith operates through the five senses, my sight, my taste, my touch, my hearing, and my smell. That's your natural kind of faith. I can see that and I, I, I can work that because I can touch it. I can see it. I can hear it. That's the kind of faith that Thomas had in John chapter 20, verse 25. But he said to them when he was looking at Jesus after the resurrection, unless I see the nail marked in his hands, and put my finger where the nails were, and put my hand into his side, I will not believe it. They said, the Lord has been resurrected. Yeah, you know what? So I stick my hand in his side, stick my finger in there where them nails was. I don't believe that. What he was saying is I have to see it. I have to touch it. I have to do that before I believe. And Jesus said, Thomas, blessed is the man who believe and don't see. The biblical kind of faith, again, is in Hebrew 11.1. 1. Now, faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. The King James said it is the substance. The NIV says it's being sure. And as I was looking at that word, that the original word, that word substance and sure has to do with to stand under to stand under as a foundation. How your foundation stands under your house to support it. It is says faith is now having a, a surety, a foundation of what you hope for, that you can stand on, that's immovable. The foundation is not movable. I'm standing on this foundation of my faith, and it's unmovable, and I am certain I'm standing and I'm certain even though I do not see it. That's what faith is. All of us have had to operate in some level of faith. So how do we receive the faith? One scripture says, by hearing the word of God, Romans 10, 17. Consequently, faith comes from hearing the message and the message is heard through the word of Christ. Faith to believe always relate to God's word. I want to hear what God's word says. I want to hear what God is speaking to me. 
however God reveals it to me, what did God place in my mind or in my heart or in my spirit about a certain thing that I know that I know is the voice of God. I spoke about that last week. You got to get to where you can know the Lord, even if he's speaking to you through his word. He speaks to you through his word. Sometimes you're in a place and you don't know what to do and the word of God will come to you with a particular scripture and that scripture is the one you need to stand on for that situation. You're looking for an open door and it doesn't seem like it's going to open and the scripture comes to you in your inner being and just well up in your heart. Uh, God can open a door that no man can close and you say, well, I'm just going to stand here to that door open because God can open it. Faith comes by hearing naturally and hearing spiritually. You got to hear what the Lord is saying by understanding. It also comes by understanding and acknowledging that God has given all believers a measure of faith. All believers have some faith. So don't leave here thinking you need to get some faith. You got some faith. What you need to do is to use the faith that you have. Okay, faith is powerful. Faith, you can put a little faith in a big container and it's going to permeate the whole container. Romans 12, 3 and 4 says, For I say through the grace given me to everyone who is among you not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly as God has dealt to each one a measure of faith. God has dealt to each one a measure, a portion, a degree of faith. God has given you a measure of faith. You ought to just say to yourself, I got some faith. Come on. Come. I remember you used to think I don't have no faith. I used to think that as a believer. I don't have any faith. I don't feel like I have faith. I'm not a faithful person. I, I can't just uh, do all these things by faith that everybody's saying they're do. I don't seem to be able to do that. I don't seem to have any faith. Lord, I need some faith. Help me, Lord. Increase my faith. Give me some faith. Oh, Lord, I need some faith. Was I the only one that said that or somebody else can say amen? I didn't know the faith that I had. I didn't know how to exercise and to, and to activate what I had in, in, in obedience to whatever God is putting in my heart and in my life. I didn't, know I, was, I didn't know I was walking in faith when I was walking in faith. I was walking in faith when I started tithing. I was tithing as soon as I got saved. It takes faith to tithe. So when you tithe, you're walking in faith. What you're saying is, I believe that God will open the windows of heaven for me. He'll, he'll rebuke the devourer for my sake. God's going to bless me if I'm faithful and obedient in this act of worship with my giving. So you exercise in your faith when you take all that you have and I, I dutifully, whatever comes in, Lord. In fact, I wanted to get to the point. I'm, I'm not trying to be right there on the line. I'm going to throw some extra in just in case I missed it a little bit. Why? Because I believe what God said. I, I, I didn't care too much about what the, what the preacher was saying. Because the preacher was saying, well, a man robbed God. <laughs> he was trying to scare you and talk you out of your money and all that. That didn't move me. What moved me was what God said. I didn't need to get in the prayer line for no supernatural blessing and all of that. I didn't need no miracle spring water. I believe what God said. And God has been faithful every year, every day since I've been saved. Faith is activating what God initiates in your life. When you obey the word of God, expect God's blessing. When you obey God, expect God's blessings. Obedience brings blessings. 
I'm walking in the blessings and the favor of God because I'm obeying the Lord. I'm walking by faith. So he gives us a measure of faith, and the measure gives us the potential to operate in the will of God and to appropriate his promises. I'm walking in his promise. God, this is your promise. And we receive faith by accepting the principles of faith as a gift from God. It's a gift from God. Ephesians 2.8 says, For it is by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not from yourselves. It is a gift of God. Not by works so that anyone can boast. For we are God's workmanship created in Christ to do good works for which God prepared for us in advance to do. So the source of our faith is God himself. God gives us that faith. And the ability to exercise the faith comes from God himself. You can be strong in the faith. uh, Just exercise that faith and believe God. So how does faith work? Number one, by hearing. You hear and you perceive the promises of God. You hear when you're reading. You hear when you're in in service. You're hearing the teachings and the sermons going. Grab a hold to faith. In Acts chapter 10, verse 44, while Peter was still preaching, these words, the Holy Spirit came on all those who heard the message. They heard the message. They believed, and the Holy Spirit came upon them. This was in Cornelius' house, and they, they got saved. They got filled with the Holy Ghost and started speaking with tongues. He heard them. Faith works by hearing. Faith works by believing. Believing. To believe is to be persuaded that God's word is true and that you need to trust it enough to act on it. Trust it enough to act on it. You always have to go back. Did I hear from God? If you're not sure, you go back to first base. Okay, Lord, we need to talk some more. I need to hear from you. I need clarity. I need you to lead me. I need you to guide me. I know what to do now because when the Lord speaks to you, he knows how to speak to you in a way that you know is him. He knows how to speak to you and you say, mm, I I heard that. And I'm not going to say this is how it's done because he can speak to all of us different, but we'll know it's him. Say, Lord, I need to hear from you. God said, if you seek me, you will find me when you seek me with your whole heart. So when you got an issue, you got something going on, you don't know what to do. Say, Lord, I need your wisdom. I need your help. I need to hear you. you. You give me some wisdom. You give me some instructions that I will do. We learn and we grow in our faith by believing. We grow in our faith by hearing. We grow in our faith by speaking. You speak what you believe the Word of God says. You begin to speak it. You begin to agree with it. You begin to agree with the same thing. If the doctor says you're sick unto death and the Lord says, no, you're going to live and not die, start speaking what the Lord is saying. The devil gives you fake news. he gives you fake news. He'll tell you you can't make it. The Lord will tell you, you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. The devil tell you, you're going under. The Lord tell you, you're an overcomer. The devil tell you, you're never going to get through this. The Lord will tell you, all things work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose. Romans 10, verse 9 and 10 says, If you confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified. It is with your mouth that you confess and are saved. That's that principle of confessing the things of God. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly. 
but whose delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law does he meditate day and night. Blessed, I'm going to meditate in your word day and night, Lord, and your word say I'm going to be blessed, so I'm going to be blessed as I meditate upon your word. The enemy starts shooting fiery darts in your mind. Say, no, I'm not going to meditate upon that. I'm going to meditate upon what God says. I'm going to meditate on the word of God. I'm going to be blessed. I'm not going to be confused. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speak. So we need to grow our faith by speaking, grow our faith by believing, grow our faith by hearing, and then we need to grow our faith by acting. Faith requires a corresponding action of obedience. Faith requires action. Faith without works is dead. In the book of Hebrews, they have the hall of faith is what it's called. And you read that and you're going to see two words followed by an explanation. He would say, by faith. By faith, Noah built the ark. By faith, Abraham left his family and obeyed God. By faith, the Israelites walked around the, the walls of Jericho and they fell. By faith. By faith, they did that. They heard what God said to God told Joshua, march the people around. They did it by faith. He said, go around once time for seven days. And they went around that place one time the first day. They didn't see anything. He says, I'm going to knock the walls down, but just go around. They didn't see anything. That's the message of faith. He also told them, he said, tell the people when they're going around there to shut up and don't say nothing. He told them that on purpose because you know how we are. We walk around there one time, nothing happened. I don't know why he got us walking around here. Ain't seen nothing. Looked like a rock or something should have fell. Isn't that what they say to one another? Girl, you're going to walk tomorrow, girl. I ain't coming back out tomorrow. I ain't for all of this. I say, what did God say? You know, that's after the first day. What do you think they were doing after the sixth day? After the sixth day, and the people on the wall making fun of them, what y'all doing? Don't ask me. I'm just walking, you know. So God told them, tell the folks, shut up, don't say nothing. And sometimes that's what you got to do when you're trying to believe God. And you don't need to hear from somebody else just talking in your ear. But that don't make no sense. No, it don't make no sense. It's what God said. And then on the seventh day, you know, they got up a little bit excited. We got to go seven times. We ought to see something on the first time, nothing. Second time, nothing. Third time, nothing. Fourth time, nothing. It was only after the seventh time on the seventh day that anything happened when they blew the horn. Sometime in our faith is going to be tested because we're not going to see anything until God moves. But he wants us to be obedient. It takes an action. That is by faith. Thank you once again for joining us in our broadcast. This is Jerry G. Martin. I am here to encourage you that we live by faith. If you want to know what to do next, if you want to know how to move forward in the things concerning you, we talk to God. We ask him. He's our Lord. He's our Savior. He has the wisdom to lead us and guide us, to help us through every circumstances. And we are to exercise our faith in God enough to ask him and to be obedient to what he instructs us in his word and by his spirit. If you would like to hear today's message again in its entirety, you can go to our podcast at The Light of the World Daily. 
with Jerry G. Martin. Again, that's The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. You can listen to today's message or previous messages that you've heard on this station. I'd also like to take a moment to invite you to be our guest at The Light of the World. We meet each Sunday in person. We still have our COVID protocols in place. We are wearing our masks. We're social distancing, but we're also worshiping God. We're magnifying Him, and we are hearing the Word. Pastor Jackie is in a dynamic series right now. Every Sunday morning at 10 a.m., we are at 16161 Old Humble Road. If you're looking for a Bible bookstore, come and visit The Beacon. It's on our campus. We have Bibles, books, communion supplies, and church supplies. So call us at The Beacon, 281-441-2885. Again, that's 281-441-2885. Now for the light of the world, this is Jerry G. Martin saying, May the Lord our God richly bless you, and we'll be with you again next time.